Every Thursday, we'll be releasing a pair of interviews with some amazing nonprofits talking about their awesome impact in the communities they are in. We'll talk about some challenges they've faced and chat about their best tips and tricks that might just help your organization do good better. Hey, enjoy these mini episodes of inspiration that make a major difference in the lives of those served by these incredible nonprofits. Hey, did you just have a meeting with a donor and they told you something really, really important and you have no place to put it except for like maybe an Excel spreadsheet or, I don't know, a random piece of paper in your office? Go to DonorDoc.com. Get a CRM system that works. Get a donor database system that works. Get something that gives you beautiful reports and beautiful dashboards that even your crankiest board member will love. Go to DonorDoc.com. Use the code word do good better at checkout and get a month free. DonorDoc.com. Choosing a partner to help you achieve success in your business or personal finances is a big decision. You need a devoted advisor who's experienced and attentive and invested in helping you accomplish your goals. Hey, you know what that sounds like? Brady Martz. Brady Martz knows that you've got a lot of options to choose from, but we're confident that Brady Martz is the right accounting firm for you. they got more than a half a century of experience making everyday count through tax, accounting, audit, and business advisory services. So... Contact Brady Marts to learn more about their unique solutions that they can provide you and your nonprofit. Your organization is awesome, but sometimes you want to be even awesomer. It's time to get your fundraising on with your host, fundraising expert and author, Patrick Kirby. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the official Do Good Better podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Kirby. And of course, we talk with people who are going to help our small and medium-sized nonprofits do good better. And sometimes those people who are going to help our nonprofits do good better actually work at small and medium-sized nonprofits, which is our guest today. She's executive director of the Third Street Clinic up in uh, Grand Forks, North Dakota. Kristen, welcome to the official Do Good Better podcast. Well, thank you for having me. What? I'm very glad to have you. I think as people are sort of scrolling through Third Street Clinic, this sounds interesting. I don't know what it is, though. So if folks are uh, scrolling around on iTunes and Spotify and YouTube and they want to know a little bit more but don't know yet, why don't you give them the uh, 5,000-foot view on who you are, what you do, and why we're talking today? Well, it's really kind of an interesting history. Um, In 1989, a resident um, from UND, a medical student, a medical resident, um, started Third Street Clinic for uh, low-income or homeless individuals in the Grand Forks area. And so it also gave an opportunity for the school to have residents in different professions um, do- volunteer their time and donate it to Third Street patients and be able to see them and give them the care that they need. So it morphed and morphed because, you know, 30 some years is a long time and things change and boards change and people leave and do all those different things. So we back in 2015, there was a pharmacist on our board who decided, hey, why don't we open up a clinic or a, a pharmacy to help the clinic, Third Street Clinic programs? But we had shifted away from patient care with providers at that time. So then it was more of having a prescription medication assistance program. And that can be in all different things. So that's where they started Inspire Pharmacy. So we are connected. We are part owners of Inspire Pharmacy, downtown Grand Forks. And we then have our patients come in and we do help them find permanent solutions 
um, with her treatment. We were, I was joking, I had our medical director, we were up at the hospital the other day and talking about how sometimes doctors don't realize the situation that you're in, uh, the financial situation. And so they'll say, hey, you know, Patrick, Eliquis is a really great thing for you. And Eliquis is a great drug, don't get me wrong. There is just no generic and it is extremely expensive. So Third Street Clinic then tries to find either patient assistant programs or we assist with it because we pay for the prescriptions out of pocket. Or then we find maybe an alternative. Like if you had a heparin allergy, of course, you're not going to be going on a, on a warfarin or a Coumadin, but there are some other things that maybe it would be where the patient would be compliant. So we're a great resource, uh, referral um, organization. We also help, like I said, with the co-pays on your, um, sometimes the insurance co-pays are really out of a, a person's reach financially. So we assist with the copay. We assist with the prescriptions and we assist with trying to find permanent financial solutions to that. Or then if you needed services um, with another clinic, a specialist, those type of things. It's a fascinating concept that you move from uh, sort of, hey, nobody's providing any of these services for individuals who might be homeless or don't have any access to something to starting an actual for-profit entity that you co-own that helps fund the nonprofit entity together. How creatively do you have to work on soliciting and sort of uh, partnering with other organizations when you've got this wonderfully complex and yet utterly um, uh, doable and manageable system of sort of like working both sides? Because I think a lot of nonprofits uh, would want to start something like that. How do you manage all of that at once? Well, see, and that's, you know, it's still, we're always learning um, and always trying to change a little bit. And so that's one of the things that we've been dealing with here. Because we don't have a provider um, on-premise any longer, um, and we're not doing the voucher system, we are trying to work with our hospital system in town, and we have a couple of them. So we work well with them. But in the nonprofit world, you know, it gets competitive. Everybody wants that dollar and, oh, well, we, we'll have our own program. And quite honestly, I, I had a meeting this morning uh, with one of the hospital systems uh, individuals, and we were talking about how we're not in competition and we have to look at it on a patient-centered approach. So if it means that it's, you know, this patient's going to do better with this program over at this nonprofit, well, then that's where we want to be able to refer and work together and vice versa, because there are many other organizations, I should say many, but there are other organizations, nonprofits that do provide prescription medication. Our argument that we have with some of that is some of it is not healthy for the patient. Um, you could call it a codependent, enabling, or it's not being viewed to actually find that root problem. And it may not even be what the patient is being treated for, but something even much more serious um, that then we help identify. We want to work with all different agencies and this whole competitive um, atmosphere, if you want to call it, um, of trying to compete for those do donor dollars. That's where we needed to be creative and say, hey, let's have our own for-profit entity or a, a way to raise money because grants are not where it's all at. Donors are where it's all at. But then are you doing the best job with those donated dollars that you could be? I find that I would do better um, using our donations for our specific purposes. And then if, if, if I'm finding a patient needs 
that service, I will refer that out because they're the experts that they have the dollars for that. And I have better purposes for our dollars. Kind of, did one I of say that kind of correct? Yeah, no, I love it. One of the things that I love most about nonprofits and especially like yours, you have two things going for you. One, in abundance mindset, there's enough for everybody and we can serve everybody if we don't have this I me, I me, mine sort of attitude. And number one, it's adaptability which is you've proven time and time again that this is a something that we need. Well, we'll do this. We'll make it work. And that's kind of how the nonprofit rolls itself. And from that, you probably have a number of success stories that you use to kind of keep you motivated the way that nonprofits kind of keep in the back of their brain. If it gets really tough and gets really hard, give me an example of something that's just one of those stories you keep in the back where you use as a, this is why we do what we do kind of stories. Oh, there's so many. And of course, you know, to protect patient information. Um, we've had some people that have passed on that have actually even given permission to share some of their story. And some of those are very powerful. And I do use them. Um, I've been here now for four years. So I have used them continually each year because they mm-hmm. express how best we work. But oftentimes, people won't even understand what their doctor says. So here's a, here's another story with education because um, I have so many, it's just circling in my head here. Um, I'm finding that certain individuals, um, and it, it, it might be a hidden, um, oh, disadvantage, where the person doesn't actually even understand everyday vocabulary that you and I might say, hey, well, why didn't you get that? You know, that's like, remember, are you smarter than a fifth grader type thing? Yeah. Well, we don't want to be judgmental on anyone because we don't know the circumstances until you've lived it or walked in their shoes, to use that cliche, um, we don't understand. And so this individual did not even understand what the doctor was telling them to do for a treatment. So there was a con- confusion. Yes, they had applied for um, assistance so they could get that, but still didn't understand. What does this mean? I, I don't know how to treat this. Um, and so it just take time to talk with this individual to see, oh, they don't even know what that word means. Mm. So they don't understand how it was used in the context of an emergency inhaler. What do you mean emergency inhaler? Everything's an emergency. What do you mean managed care? I don't know. How am I supposed to be managed? I don't get it. So by taking that time, we're able to sit down. Now, were they seeing other um, agencies? Yes, they were. They were seeing other um, nonprofits. It's not their fault. Um, We just have a different type of approach here where we really try to delve into what could be a root. I'm, I'm really big into functional medicine, um, functional nutrition, that type of uh, mindset. Um, so hopefully I'll pass my boards in August. <laughs> so let's I love it. Well, and, and with that, because there's so many challenges, you've got to navigate so many different things. What's the What's the biggest challenge you guys have been facing this year? And, and how, what's the game plan to overcome it? Or what did you have as a challenge over the last year? And how did you overcome it? The challenge is really <clears throat> having the funds, which we're doing well at. We're raising the funds, um, taking some really good out-of-the-box type of thinking. I know that's another cliche that nonprofits try to use. But <clears throat> it, it, I should say, re- taking a look back at what really does work. Mm. So we have struggles with, how do we implement some of these programs that's best for the patient and getting the other agencies to understand about more of that root cause, understanding that um, 
stop, pres- <laughs> we like I said, we, I don't want to say stop prescribing eloquence, but the doctors don't have time to understand financial situations. Then you have outpatient um, social workers. But like the, the one hospital system I work for, they have two people for four clinics and a lot of people. And so let's work together because that's what's going to be best for the patient or for our clients that we see. So if you take an approach, I think, of having it be where it is whoever you're serving in your community, whatever type of nonprofit you are, taking that that person, that passion, that mission of why you really are doing it. So our challenge now is to make sure that we can complete our mission for these individuals with yet being competitive because I hate to say it, nonprofits are a business and we are competitive and you're still looking at ways of how you're going to support your mission because you're passionate about it. You want to continue doing what you do um, because it's good. It helps people. So it's, those are challenges every single year. (laughs) I I think we just have to keep being creative. That's sober true. And I think as somebody who started as uh, an executive director four years ago, it's always something new, right? There's always some other thing that you've got to deal with that you don't expect or or uh, or don't know what's coming. And I think when nonprofit uh, leaders kind of look for to others in the community is like, all right, well, what's a good piece of advice that you've learned over the last four years that you could pass along to another nonprofit to say, hey, this kind of worked in whatever strategy that you had. This is something that worked for me. I'd love to pass it along to you. The floor is yours. Well, <clears throat> I am. Oh, I am so sorry. I ended up with a. Dang. You Can go. you guys see me? There we go. Thanks. Sorry about that because mm-hmm. my phone is tied and we had to, because yeah. of the audio problem, I had to be on my phone. Um. So when I came here, I have a very um, diverse background. So when I look at boards of directors and nonprofits, I see that we have to um, make certain that you don't um, exclude or dismiss an applicant um, for a nonprofit and that is in your staff. Make sure your staff is passionate, but they are very diverse, very, be very open to it. Um, I think building up a board, not using the same people or getting that outside perspective is so critical to a successful organization. Um, I, I think that there's so many skill sets that we don't value that really, really contribute to, to these nonprofits. So I love don't it. Pigeon- yeah, listen, you're pigeonholing based on this experience or this. You're not really getting the uh, the the connection, the connectivity between people to people or their life experiences that have a way more uh, sort of a relationship uh, chance of sort of developing into something more with your donors and your community, et cetera. I love that tip. I, it's one of the things that just drives me nuts. Well, they don't have this uh, X amount of degree. They don't have this many years of experience. Doesn't matter. You're trying to get your nonprofit to do some awesome things. You got to, I know, typical think outside of the box. I love it. Uh, Kristen, uh, I have a question. If I want to support Third Street Clinic, I think what you're doing is great. How on earth do I do that? Do I volunteer? Do I give you money? And where on earth do I go to do all these things? Well, we have our website. And so you can make a donation online if you'd like to just donate. We also have a volunteer form that you can say, hey, I want to volunteer. We take volunteers to help in the office with uh, fundraisers, um, 
data input. Um, we had some decorating a Christmas tree. We So we have a lot of different volunteers that do come in and we would love to have more. Um, we are small, <laughs> so we are hoping for an expansion. So yeah, the dollars are something that we definitely need. Um, and that can be done online or you can always call the office. So that's, we're right downtown. You can stop in for a visit. You can see the pharmacy. And also that's the other way you can help support is if you're in the Grand Forks area or the Grand Forks, East Grand Forks, um, greater communities, if you, if you purchase at Inspire Pharmacy, if you get your prescriptions, if you do those things, that indirectly supports Third Street Clinic. So we definitely um, have great prices, great selections on everything at the pharmacy. And that does go back into Third Street Clinic. So you are still you know, our, it's kind of funny. The Our tagline for Inspire Pharmacy is do good, feel better. <laughs> See, I know. It was meant to be for an interview today. And while you're listening at the end of this podcast, get into the show notes, go click on uh, all the website. We'll link everything below. Uh, and while you're clicking on things, why don't you click on the like button and uh, subscribe button to this particular podcast. Give a five-star review because we interview guests like this five-star guests. And that's what we're going to do. And then after you do that, go back and go click again and go donate uh, as much as you possibly can, whether it's time, talent, or treasure. Uh, Kristen, thanks so much for what you do. It's an underserved uh, population um, that you're sort of started with and you're uh, increasing the accessibility for uh, how people get healthcare up in the Grand Forks area. So I appreciate you for what you do there and also appreciate you being a guest on the official Do Good Better podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Look, as someone who listens to the show, you know that I love helping small and medium-sized nonprofits. That's why we bring on the awesome experts and guests that get to talk to you about how to make your organization more awesome. So I've got a deal for you. I would like to help you. I would like to work with you. So if you go to dogooduniversity.com, that's dogooduniversity.com, and you register for one of the courses, I'm going to send you my best-selling book, Fundraise Awesome or a practical guide to staying sane while doing good for free because I really want you to do amazing work. Listen, dogooduniversity.com. Go pick out something, whether it's a board training or a gratitude training or whatever webinar you want to choose. Um, use the promo code podcast. Take 25% off of anything that you purchase. And I'm going to throw in a book as well because I want you to do awesome. I want you to do awesomer. And I want you to do good better. Go to dogooduniversity.com today.